This is Camping While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. This is Ali. How you doing? I'm great. Kind of felt like you? we were camping here when we walked in the studio today. Why is Why, that? Because of all the rodents all over the place? <laughs> oh, yeah, because we have ants everywhere. Yeah. Because Warren left candy out. It's like waking up in the morning when like Warren left the s'mores kit out on the picnic exactly. table. He always and leaves stuff out. out. Remember he left tinfoil out? fire in the morning, make some <laughs> yeah. coffee. And then you're just greeted by a million ants yeah. right There's, next to like Warren's like. Yeah. For the record, um, Ollie is a candy hound, but, um, and that's why there's ants in here. Smorsant pile. Smorsant. Smorsant. But, uh, oh, you sent that s'more recipe with the Eggo waffles. Oh yeah, dude. So this Look, is pretty this amazing. Is important. We have to try this. So basically you take frozen Eggos that you get from Safeway or whatever. Or you can get Eggos in multiple okay, whatever. places. So just, you just get like frozen Eggos. <laughs> And you put them By on. By the way, egos are all frozen. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Jesus, criminy. I'm sorry, listeners. Let's start over. Let's start over. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. You get Lego My Ego waffles. Uh-huh. You put them on the fire just to get them toasted up a little bit. And while you're doing that, you toast your s'more and you make a little s'more taco. You toast your marsh. Wait, you toast your s'more. You toast your marshmallow. Marshmallow, marshmallow, <laughs> like all of that. The marshmallow? Stuff. I quit. Are you drinking right now? What are you drinking? I'm drinking some iced my, coffee from 7.30 a.m. that oh, I got yeah. from Starbucks. You, you drink slow. My uh, my daughter said her favorite DJ is Marshmallow. She Heck told yeah. me that the other day. Oh, Heck dude. yeah, dude. So that's cool. Yeah. That's, so you cook. Okay, let's do this. So you put the ego over the fire. You toast the ego. You, you toast, toast the ego. You toast the marshmallow. Yes. And then you put the marshmallow and the chocolate just in the ego. Yes. yes. And you put the chocolate in the toasted ego so it melts. Yes. Into the just little, like, like you would do a normal s'more, or, yeah. except you're cooking the shell, which is now an ego instead of a graham cracker. Exactly. But I think what you would do is. Which you I would, think the graham cracker is definitely the, the worst point. part. And it's the part Terrible. that they makes yeah. it all break apart. Yeah. The ego will be, it has, uh, now here, it, it moves around. Compliance. It yes. could be a waffle taco. So you don't do a sandwich. Exactly. That's exactly what I was saying. It's, exactly. it's a waffle taco. A waffle taco. It's, taco. Almost, like, it's taco. almost like a choco taco. I love choco yeah, tacos. Yeah. Which they are delicious. You know, is That's one of my those favorite. Things, like yeah. choco tacos and like, now let me ask Jesus you this: Christ. Like, choco taco or it's it? Where are you at? Oh my god! I was actually thinking that. It's it are so good. The so good. the cookie the mint. All right, I'm gonna co- I'm gonna frame this a little bit more. Choco tacos. Yes. Or full size it's it. Because the new mini it's it wins everything. Well, I wasn't even considering the mini. Have you seen the mini it's it? Yes. Yeah, we had them here. Yeah. They're so good. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. But anyways, full size it's it or a choco taco. I would say it's it just because it's like a little bit better. To I think it's like more bang for the more bang for the buck. Yeah. It is messy, definitely a little messy. Dude, cookies, it has two like, oatmeal cookies. So good, it's insane. It's a mint it's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah. That definitely wins. But a choco taco is pretty darn good. Dude, Way up there. Taco, when you get that little like thing of fudge, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, like a bunch yeah. of fat kids sitting in this room milk, milk, lemonade. Yep. I wonder where there's ants, guys. Give me Choco Taco. <laughs> uh, I'm down with those. Uh, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a simple guy. I like simple things. But that s'more sounds good to me because it's still very simple. Yeah. yeah, and it's actually taking out the sugar because you don't need the extra sugar. Yeah, you don't the, need it from the graham cracker. Of the graham cracker. I mean, yeah, an ego still has sugar in it, but it it and it, I like that it it's savory. It, it's kind of like that I, sweet and seems, salty kind of a thing. It just seems less messy too. Yeah, dude. It seems like a better thing to put stuff into 
Yeah, I'm in. I want to try it. I'm all about it. The other thing it. is you make s'mores with like fresh baked cookies or, you know, not even fresh baked. Just like get good cookies that you like from the store. See, but that's again, that's it's, just adding sweetness yeah, to sweetness. True. But we, we already went down this You're road. Right. You could do. Yeah. Eggos, yeah, yeah. I, I think for me, I like the I'm with you guys, the Eggo angle seems to be the best of all of the options for now. Lane, yes. Can we do it at Camping While Awesome? We have to do it at Camping While Awesome. We will do it at Camping While Awesome. Ollie will only be there for one afternoon. Yeah, he's going to be there for two hours. I just talked to my wife. I'll be there all of Friday for rolling and setup. I will be there pretty much all of Saturday and then probably head home Saturday afternoon. If my dad comes with me, then I'll stay Friday and Saturday night. Okay. 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 Uh, we were talking about maybe setting up a podcast studio in the Airstream so we could just record at will. But now the Absolutely. Airstream, he's he has to leave with the Airstream on no, Saturday. I just leave that there. I'll have no one pick it up the next day. I'll come pick it up on Monday. Did you figure out a, a site for all week? Was no, there's there? no, no site. There's nothing. No sites. Gotcha. Nothing available. Yeah. Okay. And when do we have to check out of our sites? Our sites. I want to say it's a three night thing. So it's oh yeah, a, it's. I want to say it's Monday morning. Yeah, that's that's right. Laguna only does the whole weekend. Yeah, it's it's minimum of three days. Yeah, yeah so we check out. So Monday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So even week. if I go home on Saturday, then I'll come back on Monday to pick up the trailer. Yeah, or you send, or I'll send Nima or someone. Bill or one of the people. Yeah. Anyways, this is very inside baseball right now. Yeah, for sure. Anyway. Why don't we talk about? I heard a story. Wait, I have one story earlier than the story you're thinking of. Okay, I want to hear your earlier story. Volkswagen Vanagon has the clutch repaired. Nice. But here's the here's the, there's two asterisks to the story. One, did I tell you about the flywheel bolts? Oh, no, we talked all yeah. about it. Good, good, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That so was on this podcast. You yes. couldn't find them. I found them, had them shipped directly there along with some um, shift linkage bushings that were hard to find. Anyways, that all got done. And then at the last second, they uh, called me and said, it's, it's going to be ready in, you know, this morning or something, uh, if you want to come pick it up. And then I get another call. Oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to replace the gear oil and the transmission. And I was like, okay, because I'd asked for that. I'm like, yeah, just if you want to get that done, he's like, no problem. So they do it. I get a picture of the drain plug. Just metal shavings oh up the wazoo, <laughs> like Christmas tree. I should show you this photo. Oh I was like, God. what is happening? No. And so prior to the fluid exchange, they test drove it with the new clutch and everything. And they said, hey, have you um, had any problems getting the car into second gear? And I'm like, no, not really. I mean, it's like a little like, I don't know. You kind of just have to get used to how it's an long linkage so it feels very rubbery you know yeah. and it mm-hmm. kind of goes in um and uh and so i said no i've never really had that he's like hmm okay well let's see we'll we'll do this fluid exchange and then i'll let you know did the fluid exchange made it worse this comes back to me oh my god wow that's a lot of metal a lot we're talking like a uh, dime sized it's like your Area. thumb, like yeah. a hairy thumb coming yeah. off the, the inside of the drain plug. So second gear synchro has probably been messed up for a while. Um, getting tight linkage has now made it worse. Yeah. So Makes sense. that's really fun. Um, the fluid helped. And actually when I drove away, it was great. And then I drove the van last night and I'm like, nah, it's not that great. So second gear is tight. I don't mm. really know. It doesn't really feel like the synchro is worn out. Something's going on. Obviously. What kind of fluid do you use? GL5 or whatever the hell they recommend. I don't know. <clears throat> don't you have another 
powertrain somewhere? I have the engine, but no tranny. Oh. So Will kept the transmission and he um, got a longer fourth gear. Uh, they upgraded it. Wow. Taller fourth gear, which is really cool. So how much would it cost to rebuild your transmission? I'm not sure. I haven't looked at it all. Cause this, I mean, this didn't, this is going on right now with my 2002 where I fixed the clutch, but the transmission's still kind of tired. And rather than, um, just getting another used transmission, I'm just going to send my transmission out once and for all to the guy that does like the, the legit like race car rebuilds for everybody else and stuff like that and just pay up once and get it done. It so, is pricey though. Seven grand. Yeah. <laughs> with, but that's with shipping all the parts. Don't give me everything. shipping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm, I'm just saying like a used seven transmission, grand. your transmission is functional too. So yours is like yeah. a used transmission. But yeah. if, if the transmission's 1500 bucks or yeah, I think I'm going to look, I'll look into it. Like I think that. I could find like, a used one, but it might have the same issue. I don't know if synchros are like readily available for this. So and the Vanagon transmission is not going to be seven grand to read. No, no, it'll no, be it much, won't. much. Cheaper. I know it will be. It will but. be for sure. But um, yeah. So that's that's the next thing. I'm going to drive it for a little bit. I might do one more fluid exchange at the next oil change, and see if I can get more of the metal out, maybe, and just maybe put an additive at that time and see if it frees it up a little yeah, bit. Try some like friction modifier, Motu, Motul or Mobile One. Yeah, folks. Yeah, you know. I've I've had luck with like Redline. Yeah, when I've yep. had uh, synchro problems, and then putting Redline in alleviated it. So yeah, I was thinking doing between one between Redline and Amsoil. Both of them, they have a different shift feel when you put them in the gearbox. So you may like start yeah. with the Redline. Yep. So that's that's one thing. Uh, otherwise, the van it feels amazing, and uh, it just shows me how long the clutch has probably been on its last legs. And speaking of which, the throwout bearing was the issue, and that's why I brought it in. When they moved the van from the parking spot to the shop, the throat bearing exploded. No way. They had to push it in. Wow. I got that's crazy. That entire trip up Dude, Highway that's 17. Like unheard of. At like two miles an hour uphill for an hour with it squealing the entire time. And then one drive from my house to the shop. That was all it had. Oh my gosh. They said they had to push it in. It, it, they, they engaged the clutch one time, let it out, it went, <laughs> and the car stalled. Had to put it in neutral and push the thing into the shop to, to repair it. That, I'm going to count that as a win right now. That is insane. Congratulations. Yeah. Camp, it's a camping miracle. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, and that, it made the noise on our way to camping, so it would have been a whole ordeal. And oh I knew gosh, it was I can't even imagine. Yeah. Um, and it also might be the fact that I was, like, being very, very delicate with it. You know, like, putting it in as little as possible as quick and they may have been kind of like ham fisting it a bit anyways um it's all good uh nate smith's optimal auto if you're listening or your local of santa cruz has a vanagon technician and they were um very accommodating and uh reasonably priced so i like those guys uh, so what are you gonna do about your transmission just wait for one to show up somewhere I'll, I'll start digging a little bit. If I can find one cheap and local or something, that'd be, that'd be cool. If I could go pick it up, um, just to have it on the shelf and then maybe get that one rebuilt and check the drain plug before you swap through. Yeah, 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 for sure. And I don't know how long it's been since I, I know I've done fluid once, but it's probably been years because, uh, it's not one of those things I really think about much. So, um, anyways, that's van life. Um, and then bought a new truck. We talked about it on the driving while awesome podcast. If you mm -hmm. uh, are a listener, I don't listen to that podcast. What are you talking about? It's about cars. No, um, no. Beef jerky. You, you got a truck? Oh, and Smosasso. Smosasso. And, Sasso, and yeah. pig milk sometimes. Yeah. You just get involved in that. I don't want to be involved in that situation. That's fine. 
Yeah, the Tundra search is over, so the listeners can rejoice. They don't have to listen to me talk about it anymore. Well, like clapping sound effects or anything. <laughs> I think there actually is somewhere here, but I don't know which. Oh, no, no, that's the wrong. There you go. Nice. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. you Thank you very much. Um, so I was telling the story last night, but I, I forgot to mention one detail is that this was the truck I was originally looking for when I started looking at Tundras was this access cab early Tundra. Yep. Because I didn't want a big, long truck. I don't didn't think I really needed it. But the more I thought about it, it was like, oh, well, it is nice to have that extra space. And my son's getting only going to get bigger and, you know, have friends and stuff. Maybe I'll have a friend someday. <laughs> we don't let yeah. him have friends, but yeah. someday we might. One day. Weird. <laughs> it's like a, you know, bar mitzvah. He'll get one friend. Yeah. Um, when you let him leave the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When as I, we take soon his, as that happens. Yep. Yep. When we take the shackles off. But, uh. <laughs> So as I went further into it, I thought if I'm going to do it, let's do it right. I'll get a four door. Uh, I want a later, the last of the Tundra four door, four wheel drive limited. And then they're impossible to find. Like if you can't find them, they sell quick, they're far away or they have a lot of mileage. You know, they're not easy to find, especially like the right colors. So how'd you find this unicorn? So I had a Craigslist search going after a certain point, I kind of gave up and I just, I'll just put a search on if something pops up and it did. And the way the ad was written, it was like, oh, it's kind of cool. It has all these bits I never really knew I wanted, but it's, so it's an Ivan Stewart edition. And we talked oh, about it. But Iron Man. Yeah, mm-hmm. Iron Man, Ivan, Ivan Stewart. And uh, so it's got limited slip differential, um, headers, catback exhaust, intake, and. All TRD, like all factory oh, stuff. Factory Sick. TRD. And then it's got moldings for the wheel arches, different bumper, grill, mirror housings that were only available for that package. So it's TRD wow. only. So essentially cool. it looks like a later Tundra, but it was offered as like a, the V6. It's a V8. V8. 4.7 liter. Dang. I know, dude. Excuse me. This guy, <laughs> I don't really like his tone right now. I know, I'm serious. I, I think they're like all V8s, right? Cool. Tundras? No, you get a V6. Oh, did they? Yeah, they made a base it's like V6. like a T100 carryover. I had a disgusting Same V6 in the Forerunners yeah. and stuff. Of that same truck, not the Ivan Stewart one. I wasn't like, you had an early Tundra, yeah, in green, yeah, yeah, four door. It's a rad truck. So, this is an access cab, it does have little suicide doors in the back, but yep. the bummer is you have to open the front door to access. Those. I call those billionaire doors. Oh, really? Billionaire yeah. doors go up, bro. No, 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 no. Yes, they do. Um, so, uh, truck was owned by an enthusiast who really loved it, but it was his outdoor parked outside take his mountain bikes places kind of truck. It wasn't his baby or anything. Now the first owner was meticulous and two years after buying it, went down the TRD catalog and ordered all this stuff and had the dealer install it for whatever reason. He was just obsessed with having this Ivan Stewart thing. Thank Which is God cool for credit cards, huh? Right. Although it was all very inexpensive at the time, you know, the entire rear end with limited slip differential is a thousand dollars from Toyota. <laughs> wasn't That's like nice. it wasn't like what you'd see today. Um, so yeah, anyways, it's kind of a, a unicorn. The only piece that's missing is the su- uh, supercharger, which were really hard to find. Apparently, um, I've only seen a few out there. I remember um, when the supercharger came out for that truck specifically. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh my god, you can get a supercharger on these things!" Yeah, from the factory. I want to say it adds sixty horsepower. It's yeah, pretty it's, significant. It was pretty pretty legit. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Those things pop up on eBay and stuff every once in a while. According to the the forum thread that he sent me about Ivan Stewart's, they are very hard to find. And like anyone who sees it in the Tundra world just buys it. Even if they don't need it, you know, they just like, they want it <laughs> on the shelf. Or Let something. me know if you need me to go down a rabbit hole for you. 
Rabbit, rabbit away. Get in there. All right, let me see if I can find a superhero. What Get year is it? in there, Lewis. 2000. It's got to be a 2000 to 2004, I believe, are all the same. All right. Are you going to allow it to go to Radwood? No. <sighs> Definitely not. Tundra's a design of the 2000s. We all know that. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Although Ivan Iron Man Stewart was very 80s. Yeah. He was, but he had trucks in the 80s that were appropriate. Yeah, for sure. Um, So 152,000 miles. uh, The guy was a really well-written ad. I call him and made a deal. Um, The four-wheel drive did not work on my first test drive. What? (laughs) The actuator was uh, hung up because he hadn't used it in like two years. And then I, we kind of like said, well, let's think about it. He'll do some research. And I went and talked to my mechanic at Santa Cruz Imported Trucks, uh, Denver, uh, Marty and Sue's old shop, their son, and uh, consulted with him about what was going on. And he's like, yeah, that happens. They just get basically gummed up and you got to start, you got to use them once a month, engage the four wheel drive, which makes sense, right? Yeah. um, And then the seller, you know, at the same time, uh, was able to free it up and started using it and it works perfect and it's great. So um, I'm stoked. It's it's actually pretty fun with the LSD and the exhaust. It kind of rips. It's rad. It's kind Those of a trucks are it's a awesome. rad little truck. Um, and it's, it's got a good size. Well, it's all LSD plus it's shorter geared. Oh, it's shorter geared. Yeah, yeah. that's sick. So it's probably like really fun. Kind of zippy. Yeah. Little zippier. Um, and it's got BF Goodrich's on it uh, on Forerunner wheels, which are fine. But uh, I was talking to these guys last night about getting something maybe a little bit lighter weight, not quite as aggressive. I don't need the KO2s. B-R-A-I-D. Wheels? Braid. Yeah. Dude, it looks so good. He found some cool ones. Yeah, SCS makes some wheels that are pretty cool. I don't know what so that means. I'll show you. Um, so, yeah, it's at detail yeah, right now. There's which, a E at the end of braid, by the way. No, there isn't. But um, we, uh, Ollie and I were just talking about how you have to get your truck super, super clean before you get it dirty, right? I didn't. Yeah, I mean, it just depends. Like, if you go out and look at Bobby's Raptor out in the parking lot, holy moly, that thing is a giant mess. He does not wash it at all. No. Oh, yeah. those are pretty cool. SCS. Showing all the wheels. You can never miss miss that. Listeners. It's a great look. Yeah. Five lugs always. Five spokes, are, you mean. Five spokes are always okay. Yes. Five spoke wheels always work. And yep. I'm just going to say that. Even for the few times that it doesn't. It, it just doesn't works. work that great with four lugs, but it still works. That's the time it doesn't work great. Is yeah. four it still works, bucks. but it's not ideal. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to get it all cleaned up, and then I'll get to show you guys. You can you can heckle it all you want. Um, but uh, it'll be a good placeholder truck. If something – I do still have the alert on, so if, like, the unicorn perfect truck comes along. But I think I'd have to step up probably – six seven grand more than i paid save yourself the stress take that alert off and just enjoy your truck i will enjoy because you have two other headaches to deal with Uh, more than that no your m3 and your vanigan like Mm -hmm. yeah deal with that shit and just excuse my language and just and the new shed you're building for your child to live in that's right yeah and like just enjoy your new truck Mm -hmm. especially it's ivan stewart dear yeah i know yeah yeah, really cool. Take that out. money, take that si- savings, and buy one of those like killer pop tops or something. You know, yeah. a bed. Yeah, that's no, the other thing too. Get so you're gonna do like a Rancho lift kit or like a like super Fox? lift? It's on Bilstein's now. Um, what do you what? mean? Ugh. Bilstein's suck. Compared Listeners, to, Bilstein's no, Bilstein's suck. Compared to what? Uh, Rancho, get out yeah. of here. Monroe. Oh, oh my stop. god. Oh stop. Okay. You, Keep moving on. Dude. You have something a bee yeah. in his bonnet. Over moving here. on. 
I don't want to talk about it. Bilstein <laughs> uses too much nitrogen pressure in the yeah, shocks. They're, they're feel, I'm like channeling Jason Camisa here. They feel great. By the way. No, they don't. They feel fine. They're, they have too much nitrogen pressure, okay. and then their initial... Go drive my 944. You'll be like, yeah, it feels great. Yeah. It's your 944 okay. that feels Go great. Go drive my E30. Bilstein's. You'll say it's not great, but pretty good. <laughs> moving um, on. All right, moving on. So I'm going camping this weekend. Rad, where are you going? Paradise, California. Ooh, I love Paradise. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Paradise. I feel like Paradise, that's one of those towns that's like, it can't be nice. Well, it's it like, got completely burned down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. two but years it, ago. But it feels like Literally, a place, like, if you name something yeah. Paradise, you'd like go there and you're like, uh, there's a lot of meth here. And you know, it's like, there's a yeah. lot of meth in here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, so, whole, that whole area, once yeah. you go north of Sacramento, it's like, whoa. Yeah. We're getting wild. But there are some pockets like Quincy and Nevada City and these cool spots. Yeah, I mean, Nevada City, I think once you get closer to, to uh, like, Truckee and start getting up towards that area, north of there, like, kind of towards the mountains, it's fine. But I think, like, central and coast side of five, it's, like... It gets gnarly. It gets, it gets a little gnarly. gnarly. But, uh, yeah, it's a buddy's bachelor party, and uh, it's going to be, like, 96 degrees every day. And so we have a pool, pool party. We got a river float. And uh, some other shenanigans. Sick. Yeah. I have this cooler made by Icy Breeze. Have you heard of this? No. This is a cool camping accessory. Let's do a little review. What is it? Oh, you're saying the cooler is cool. So the cool cooler. So it's it's basically the size of like a normal, like whatever cooler that you would get in the 90s, like just a regular plastic cooler you take to the beach. Yeah, coal mine or something. In the lid, there's some electronics and there's an air pump. So you fill the cooler with ice water. Okay. If you want to go crazy, you do dry ice and like alcohol or something like that. And then there is uh, an, the airline that comes out of the top goes through, it's channeled through the cooler. You can put your sodas in there and stuff too, but there's like an air channel that goes through there and then it comes out of the other side. So you have like a little portable AC unit that just works off of ice water basically. And it it's plugs like a into swamp, a cigarette swamp lighter. cooler. It's a mini swamp cooler. And it fits in like your back seat or the passenger footwell or something like that. Plug it into your cigarette lighter and then you have like air conditioning in your old But you have thing. to put it, fill it with ice? You have to fill it with ice. That's the only like... Trick. And then how long does that last? I don't know. It depends on how hard you blow on it and all of that stuff. But if you're... if you're What I'm saying is if you're camping, you have access to ice and it's way too hot. Yeah. And you need to cool the thing down so you, so you can take a nap or something like that. You pump, put it in your... Uh, tent, it'll chill. It, it makes a pretty big difference. Where'd okay. you get this or when did you get it? I've had it for a while. I got have it you ever, for... Have you used when, it? Yeah, so I got it for the DWA rally like three years ago when it was going to be super duper hot. Yeah, I was going to bring my 2002 and I put this icy breeze. It's actually Sierra out rally. here in the container. Huh. Um, and uh, and then last minute I decided to bring the Targo, so I didn't mm-hmm. need to bring that thing. Okay. If only you had a... You didn't have to plug it into a cigarette lighter if you had like a big electric well if you have a little so i have i have the the milwaukee battery add-on for it so it slides a little like milwaukee battery onto the top sick okay so you don't even need a cigarette lighter gadgets 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 one of these days camping while awesome we'll start some kind of a gadget review yeah i i have a little thing so for and i think they make them for milwaukee too but for makita I have the the a bunch of the batteries, right? Because yep. I have all this Makita stuff. So you get this little; it slides on top and on top, and then it has plugins and 
um, USB and Dude, USB-C. this is the greatest new thing ever. That that exactly. kind of stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. So you have this little everybody has these bricks. Everyone has the these power bricks everywhere, and I have like, you know, I have like four or five of them. Yep. So if I I could just have a grip of those, and you have this full power supply. And this little, so this is like imagine so awesome. like a regular Makita DeWalt battery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the top where you would slide it into your drill, there's yeah. like a little plastic piece with super some, tiny. Either you can get it with like blank leads, or yeah. you can get it with a USB stick. You can get it with a flashlight, mm-hmm. boombox, all of this. But now all of these folks are making accessories that sl- sl- uh, slide on and snap onto these power drill batteries that we have laying around in our garages i watched that's how i upgraded my daughter's power wheels i got that there's an adapter that goes from the old power wheel connector to a milwaukee 18 volt battery and i just like clipped it all together 30 seconds and the kids are doing burnouts nice (laughs) there's a i was watching a a youtube video about a guy that just i don't know if he does this a lot i just happened it was one of those suggested posts and it was a a dude who walks into a forest and makes a cabin using that stuff yeah and it's I all love um that stuff it's, oh i love those dudes that make the weird have you seen those oh those guys <laughs> yeah. like in yes. south america or yeah. something and they just like no they're all it's either like yeah like or it's peru like or peru. like dude the guys Thailand make like a, or something like, like that. a full-on like, like bat like a swimming pool yeah. with like a castle oh, roman bath like yeah <laughs> right right digging it out and yeah. stuff it's crazy. crazy i've seen time lapse of it yeah. this, so this isn't time lapse but it's no narration it's just on a tripod and he's out there doing it you know cuts down the tree oh my god i love that and stuff. he's just using a makita electric chainsaw you know with mm-hmm. rechargeable batteries um and he's got a solar array that he's swapping batteries with he shows it a few times but Dude, the cabin is so cool. It's small. It's like what they call like a miner's cabin where you have to like duck into the door to get in. But yeah. then once you're in there, there's like a bed and he built the bed into they the wall. They do that to keep the heat inside or something. I think too, it's probably right? just materials too, right? Like you don't need to stand up. You're yeah, just going in there true. to sleep, right? Or yeah. like, you know, sit down. But you're not like entertain, <laughs> entertaining yeah. in there. Like, come here, miner's uh, party over here. Yeah, like Native Americans used to have them. They were called like sweat huts or something like that. Well, sweat lodges, right? Yeah, sweat, but that was yeah. for more like ceremonious uh you know, they would actually, yeah, the same kind of like architectural sauna. concept, very small, right? Yeah. Low to the ground. But anyways, it's very impressive. And, uh, I'll send you a link, but he just, this little electric chainsaw and a hatchet. And he would, um, he stuffed all like the, between the logs with moss and, and then at the end of it, he kind of talked about what he would have done differently. Cause he was kind of thinking about, you know, as he sat back and looked at it. And, um, the cool thing is he didn't use any screws, nails, glue. So eventually like it all just kind of fall back into the woods and be, you know, mulch for future generations. But very cool. It's kind of inspiring. Cause you look at that and you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to do what that. You can do with like, you could do that. Like two things. Right. right? Yeah. It was very, very and cool. out with no hookups or anything. Yeah. He right. Solar. And then obviously he did have, you know, his electric chainsaw, but, um, better. Yeah. And he was talking about, he's like, I honestly just switch between batteries. I go one to the other, you know, when it wears out, the other one's ready to go. I don't have to deal with gas, oil. It's, it's not loud. Um, We're, we're just now like these power tools are just the beginning of electrification of that idea, like power tools. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking about my cousin owns a big commercial uh, landscaping business. And we were talking about what his landscaping business is going to look like in five years where he has all electric, stuff and he has to figure out he has like five crews with trucks and each truck has whatever number of power tools in it and they're all gonna have to be electric so we're gonna i'm i'm gonna help him develop a battery stack that sits in each one of his utility trailers 
that basically charges all of his power tools for his whole job site. And solar or plug in when you can. Yeah, it'll plug in at home and then it'll be a small solar panel on the top or something. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but yeah. we, I think there's huge opportunity for that. And, I, and I'm and i super excited about the electrification of power tools for Yeah, I mean, it used to be reasons. that uh, electric power tools were just crap, basically. Like they electric sucked lawnmowers, you would, be, you would be mowing and then it would just like hit the smallest. <laughs> yeah. You'd be going really slow because just the buildup of grass would like make it stop. And, and now, like stop on a dandelion. Yeah. Like, ah. So, but now stuff's come so far, you know. And dude, the new electric power tools, like the if, guard yard tools, yeah. are so good. If you bring a um, we like a leaf blower in my neighborhood, that's like not electric. They'll they'll like murder you. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Signs in all the yards and stuff like anti leaf blowers. I think. The, by the, the way, I have a Dewalt electric leaf blower, and it's not quiet. It's quieter. It's quieter. I mean, it's much quieter. And then much when you're quieter, not blowing, it's silent. That is true. Yeah. So there's you're no not idling. There and no, it's not like, like rah, 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 rah. yeah. Very true. That's uh, that's true. But it's still. I mean, it, the other show that I love is probably one of my favorite documentaries to watch of all time is Alone in the Wilderness. Is that the guy in the Alaska, the Alaska like guy? in 1960 yeah. or whatever? 68. It, it was a TV movie. Came out in like 2004. I just looked it up, but it was a guy. By himself, it's called Alone in the Wilderness. A guy by himself for like three or four months, he goes into Alaska and just homesteads. He finds a rad spot. I think he buys the land. By the way, you like can that. still do that. You can homestead in certain parts of Alaska. Oh my God. None of it's road accessible, row ads, but you can, uh, there's still some homesteading. Yeah, we could take sites. the Ivan Stewart truck, dude. Yeah. What are you talking about? You need a bush, Thing will go bush You need a Piper Cub. Drop right Dude, in. By the way, did you guys see this? There's a, a documentary of these two guys, one in a track Subaru uh, STI and another guy in like some crazy Evo that drove from Tallahassee, Florida to Anchorage, Alaska. No. Mm -mm. This is their second time they've done this trick. They had to stop once and go around. I don't know. Anyways. Dude, that had it. to take so long. And these things are dumped on like 18 inch wheels with like no sidewall, like Driving Dude, in the I, snow. I've like, said it before, but drive time from Anchorage to Vancouver is the same as Vancouver to New York City. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Crazy. You yeah, have said that before. I remember I'll that. I'll say it again sometime. Yeah. Life moves pretty fast. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, new truck. Super rad. Congratulations. Cool. I'm Thank actually you. very stoked for you because I think oh. that's probably one of the best versions of a Tundra you can buy. It's pretty up there, yeah. They didn't they didn't make a lot of special Especially editions. Specific, like, There's no Crocs edition. There's no Tommy Bahama. Sucks. <laughs> there is a T two T three Terminator Terminator three, three edition. What? <laughs> what? Because you know Terminator three. That was a good one. And I think there was a Dale Waltrip edition. Dale Waltrip edition. I've seen that one. Yeah. Is that one like lowered or more? Nah, street it's got style? like graphic. It's it's tattered. No, no, yeah. it's not good. But it's, it's two wheel drive. I think it's two-wheel drive, it and it's got really annoying graphics, like uh, NASCAR okay. style. Gotcha. Um, but what I was going to tell you, Ollie, and that you can maybe help, and Lane too, but the front bumper is that really thick, rubbery plastic. It's just like a white bumper cap. Yep. The intake, like the mouth of the bumper, the yep. plastic's starting to wobble a bit, get a little, Ooh, little weight. So it needs like a brace. So I need like a... a like a brace that goes into the intake that's yeah. just the frame, right? Like to yep. hold it up, to slide it in. And it's about this, you know, I'd say it's about a foot. And Send a me half. some photos because one I of will. the things that you could do is you well, you'll could... see it in person. I'm going to drive it here someday. You'll see it and get to touch it. Okay. Did all 
Thank so I you. noticed yours yeah, has these like eight like portholes on the bumper. Yeah, that's part of it. That's part of the pack. That's that TRD bumper. Okay. Yeah. So one of the things that you can do that I've done in the past in, in a situation like that is you'll get like a, a bar of aluminum or something yeah. that you want to use. Get it. If, if All of these things have like a slight arc to them or a slight radius. Just work that piece manually until you can kind of get it to just rest up on the, the bumper from the backside exactly where you want it. And then epoxy. Yeah, clamp it. And but it needs to it. still allow air through. No, on the no, he's talking about from the backside. Yeah, you do it on the backside. Oh, the, and like push it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll have to look at it. Take that, you have to take that piece off, yeah. and you have to fixture it on a table and clamp it all in. So right. you're basically rather than just relying on the plastic, which is warping. Yep. You're on the inside, the part you don't see. You're putting a piece of metal right. that you can bond to and clamp to, and then it, it'll. Yeah, yeah. we have shape. we have the the proper epoxy to, that goes from metal to plastic or whatever. Yeah. And then the other, the other kind of like fun little secret, it's not a secret, but the, the trick that I do for bond bonding to these plastic body panels, whether I want to put a bracket or like on my E46 M3, I took the fog light out and I, um, and I bonded in a, uh, brake duct and that whole entire hole and everybody like rivets them in and all of this like ugly stuff. Mm-hmm. I just took windshield adhesive. So just, you know, take the urethane windshield adhesive. It'll move. It'll expand and contract. You won't get cracking. So if you use epoxy, it may crack over time. Right. But if you use just a little bit of windshield adhesive on the back of that piece of metal in between the metal and the plastic, use another piece of metal on the front side to clamp it all together while it's curing and then take the front piece of metal off. And then you have that piece and you're using windshield urethane, temperature resistant. It'll flex. If you bump it against a... Uh, you know, a wall or something like that by accident, you hit a tree or something, it's not going to like crack that whole piece off and fall. Right. Well, we'll have to look at it. You'll have to take, oh. a, take a peek. Yep. But that's really the only cosmetic thing. I would say with that one, though, I would hard, I would use uh, a hard, I would, uh, you're, well, like you're the, unlikely to have problems with it, like cracking and moving. And yeah. Stuff. So there are, so like, uh, with where it is, like positioned and everything. And DP 460, that adhesive that we use in the oh. little like thing out there, that's, uh, kind of a modified urethane type of adhesive that takes a lot of impact toughness, mm-hmm. but is also very strong and stiff. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Something like that. We'll take a peek. I think you'll, yeah, I'll do I'm uh, excited to see it. I like it. it I like those trucks a lot. Like I said, I had a green one, tan interior, four door short bed. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It was, it was a great truck. I'm excited. And you're polishing the headlights. They were yep. yellow. Yep. Yeah. We'll see how those come out. And if not, there's, TYC replacements that are pretty cheap. Anything else? Like, does it need a new stereo? Are you going to put Bluetooth it's got in a, it? It's got an Android double-din uh, stereo. But mm. for whatever reason, I have to connect my phone every time I get in the truck. Like, I have to go and press connect. <sighs> and it's one of those little things that kind of sucks. Yeah. I would almost rather it had a cord where I could just plug it into it. And it's super generic. Like, it doesn't even have a brand name on it. Is it all double-din? Yeah, it's double-din. I would just... Get spend the 300 bucks I know, and, and get, get an Alpine double in or something like that with, with a play. wireless CarPlay yeah. built-in. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's one thing. Um, speakers sound great. Previous previous owner uh, put in a fancy rearview mirror with like, Whoa. you know, electric uh, auto dim. Oh, you know, it's just not one, with a weird screens. No, no, no. It's okay. just got electric auto dim and something else. Maybe like temperature or something. I don't know. But uh, and the guy said it was 
installed improperly and was drawing the battery. So he just like unplugged it. It's still a mirror. works fine. But it just looks out of place. It's like a stock mirror. Big, I'm going to go stock mirror. And I was telling these guys last night is that uh, it has LED interior lights, which I don't really work. I don't here. love them. I don't, I'm not a big fan of LED interior I know they're lights. bright, but these are too bright. They're like a very white light and it looks too modern and weird yeah, in the news truck. Flash, when OEMs put LEDs inside, they actually PWM them or they they modulate them so that they're dim they're like normal yeah. light these are like upgraded bright yeah when you upgrade them it looks like some obnoxious like surgery yeah it looks like you're in a surgery room yeah exactly. like the door lights are that way you know down by Isn't the kick, there a term kick panel for surgery room operating room operating room yeah <laughs> yep. operating room operation we're smart we're smarter guys um let's see past that i need it needs a service like it's due for an oil change they've been putting the synthetic in it since day one which is cool i guess i'm not a big proponent of that on those kind of cars, but um, I'm sure the interior of the engine, the inside of the engine's nice internals. Um, but really other than that, there's just like little tiny things. It's, it's good. It's, it's nice. Yeah. Your bed liner has a bed liner. Stuff? Yep. Has a Toyota bed liner in it. Also has a Toyota bed extender. You know that? The, oh yeah. The thing that that's early, flips. dude. Those are like, I know. And it, it's a factory part or, you know, dealer yeah. uh, option. So it's I was looking a for a brand name on it. Bed, right. Six and a half foot bed. Oh, and six then and it's, and then it's got that. So yeah, extends to like eight feet or whatever. It's kind of cool. And you're thinking about doing uh like an alu cab or something like that on the top. I would love to. I was looking at some options. There's a few that I like a lot. The the go fast camper is the most intriguing. Um, oh, so the guy, uh, Kate, yeah, why don't we shot, talk to it? We got a, we have a friend that's like yeah. the distributor for all of that stuff. Well, this is news to me. Okay. We, uh, Clark connected us or Clark's buddy connected us to, I forgot the guy's name. Super duper nice guy. Yeah. But he he runs the company that's like the main importer for like 30 different outdoor brands. Well, this is a, a smaller outfit in Montana. And up until like this go year. Go fast. Yeah. So they are. So Kate, Kate, who shot video with us last yeah. week, he did all their marketing material, all their video. So he said they owe him one. So he's he when we were with him, he was talking about getting a toyota truck because he basically has this camper <laughs> ready to go so he's like i need to get a toyota truck That's so cool. i can put this camper bed so this i'm not somewhere. quite sold on having to go upstairs to sleep i'm, I'm not a big fan of rooftop tents however yeah. this one allows you to go through the camper and up like these panels that works these panels move from the the floor of the upstairs and you can slide in and, and, and the these panels. ones are basically they're meant to like ba people have baja done baja with these they're way sturdy they're a big frame and then they have these the oh. sides flip up. Yeah, so they, all the yeah, sides like flip the up. Cab ones. Yes, yeah. yeah, you can flip those up, and the there is an optional side ladder if you want to go that direction too. But so that I like that one a lot. Well, it's you very can have clean. a back door to the uh, to the rooftop tent, so you have you can go in from the inside mm -hmm. or from the outside. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty rad. Try some door. other ideas. Other ideas is just like a taller camper shell, and oh, we'll we'll talk. That's for a further episode, future. Episode. How about those old school snug tops with the little like peaking windows? Oh, on those the top, are nice. The high ones. The mm -hmm. flip pack is rad. I don't know if you would know what those are, but the whole roof flips towards the front of the truck, and it oh, makes yeah. a huge tent. Yeah, it makes a big tent. Oh, so then that's you, pretty then cool. you can go inside. You can stand up and get to the bed. Yeah, yeah. But they don't make them anymore. I think it's you have to find a used one. Why don't they make them? Well, maybe that's something we should talk and about. And those had the rail, so the whole frame would uh, would go over the cab, and the that's entire what, and roof. that would support it. Yeah, it would yep. be rad to get like a um, like a racket lumber rack, and then build some something off of that. My brother-in-law actually was he had a prototype of just canvas that went over a lumber rack to make it a tent. Yeah, um, 
and so he's kind of still playing with it. He hadn't really got all the way through it, but he had a sail maker make this canvas. That's came cool. out pretty rad. Kind of a cool idea. Like if you're just a contractor and you want to go camping, you just slide this thing over your lumber rack and you have like a pretty decent, you know, quick shelter. Easy, mm-hmm. to, easy to roll. I don't think you can drive with it though. Maybe. It seems like you could, you could make something that slips over and then it has the ability to get taller. Right. Is what you would want. That's and the then best. you would be, have the quick ability to make it at the normal height. Yep. And uh, it seems like you could, if you slipped it over from the front on a, like a lumber rack or whatever, it would, I don't know. I don't see why you couldn't drive with it as long as it's buttoned down. I think you'd have to just make it like probably the mounting has to be like triple uh, ply or double ply at least, you know, with some bowing. It has to do with the, how you stitch it and how you reinforce the fabric that you're stitching. Like there's all these like double, double on double stitches. And then you kind of fold things back on top of each other and stitch it again. Yeah. And it's, I mean, that material is meant to push a boat. So it's pretty good in wind. It'd be have to, yeah, you just have to make it strong. That's all. But the other one that's cool is hiatus and that has a, a, vertically pop top roof that's legit. i see and what they the, did there and hiatus the, and the cabana style oh. where it, it all opens up from the sides but the company's relatively new from what i can tell it's like some young whippersnappers yeah, doing yeah, some yeah. things and i'm not sure i want to what about invest. just a cool camper shell that's like functional and then you just sleep in the bed that's what my idea I, and I'll, then maybe even make a cool bunk that goes across sideways above like where your feet are or your head for Andrew. So the good news is Andrew's short enough now that he can sleep in the back seat uh, across. Sick. So they make these little inflatable beds. Oh yeah, those are red. So in theory, he could sleep in there, but done deal. We could sleep, in the, sleep back. in the beds. Yep. The What's bed. the one that was across from auto home at the Overland Expo? The, they were like Alu cab, but they, it was almost like kind of cooler. I've been thinking about them a few times Remember and that? I'm super bummed that I never took a picture or anything of that. What we should do is look at. Remember how it was like gusseted? Yeah, it was so like look very, at the layout for Overland oh, Expo. Oh yeah, and look and where Andrew look was. Look where Andrew was, and then across the way. We should do that after yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna do a couple of pieces of housekeeping, and then we can call it a show. Okay. Okay. I propose that we have a bunch of swag, t-shirts, cool stuff made for Camping Wall Awesome, and for those listeners that actually come to Camping Wall Awesome, I. We will gift to you guys. So, uh, so free shirts, we, we free need stickers. Three or four shirts made because that's all we'll be giving away. Okay. That's really a negative attitude. I'm going to <laughs> I, I'm going to propose and execute on the plan where okay. let's get some shirts made, okay. get some cool swag made. This first round we will gift to our listeners. Somehow. Whether we hand it out to friends or not friends, but listeners that we meet or at Camping Wall Awesome or something like that. But we'll make a, a short run of these like first proto shirts. It'd be kind of cool. I'm down. <laughs> Quite a piece of beef jerky you got there. Lane <laughs> literally just pulled out a whole side of beef. <laughs> it was the size of his face. Oh, by the way, speaking of beef. It looks like what the butcher grabs Wait. before he starts <laughs> trimming your steaks. Is that all you wanted to add? And uh, and I'm going to Costa Noa in two weeks. When? Um, what date? Are you going the same date? Yeah. Dude, I would be so happy. Andrew and I are doing a father-son trip. I would be so happy. We're doing a father-son trip together. Are you, and you're doing a father-son trip. I'm doing a father-son trip with my dad. Fifth, Holy moly. Fifth through the seventh. No. No way. Yeah. No. Hold on. Tent cabin. Different. Uh, 
No. It's in two weeks. What do you mean? I'm no. Doing next week's uh, the 31st of July through the 2nd. I'm doing the weekend before. You son of an onion. By the way, that's in one week. That's next week? I mean, this weekend and then next weekend okay. is the 31st. Next weekend. Oh, gosh. I don't like Ali right now. Mm. Got me all excited. I know. You know, Morning Motors, July 20, July 31st. We need. We should announce that, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll come to Morning Motors. We'll come to Morning Motors with the Airstream. Guys, oh. Morning Motors, no, Camping you, Wall Awesome Edition. No, you won't. Yes, I will, all. because I have to go to Costa Noa that day. The 31st? That's the day I check in on Sunday. Oh, okay. So uh, we'll come to Morning Motors. We'll... We'll have, we will not have t-shirts to give out then, <laughs> but we may, we will, may have t-shirts for car week. We'll probably just get those ones that you just made, like the, the less fancy heel and toe yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I'll come to Morning Motors with the camper and the F-250. We'll be there for, for the morning. We'll all hang out. Good times will be had. We may even record a little podcast or something. I'm down. And then uh, and then I'll head to Costa Noa straight from there. My dad will be there. My two kids will be there. It'll be good times. Okay. That's a podcast. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye.